That was Chris Hamlin with uh, Jesus Loves Me. Indeed, Jesus loves me, not only me, but he also loves you. So we should be saying Jesus loves us. It brings us to exactly 20 minutes after the hour four. And if you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas, 576 AM. It's the only Catholic radio station in the country that gives you good news and good music for a change. I'm joined in studio by a young lady called Baja. Baja, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Father. And Father Joseph, welcome. Afternoon. It's always a pleasure having you in studio, hey? Today we are talking and we're going to be unpacking what we call spiritual partners, spiritual husbands and spiritual wives. Now, Baja, you are a survivor of that, right? Yes, Father. Oh my God. Before we even get into that and unpack that, tell me, who who are you? Well, I'm Baja. Mm-hmm. I am 30. I'm an attorney. I'm living in Pretoria. I love. I grew up in Freyhead, studied mm-hmm. Nardini, went to Freyhead High. Convent. Nardini Convent School, the very good school. And I went to Freyhead High, studied University of Pretoria, and that's me in a nutshell. So you come from a very Catholic family? Very. Went very to Catholic. a Catholic convent school? Very Catholic. And ended up at the University of Pretoria? Yes, as an, and graduated and you're now an attorney and attorney and you practice in, in commercial law, right? Yes, I do a lot of practice in commercial. Okay. Oh. Now take us through this journey of you discovering what hey, I've got a spiritual husband, but wait. Well, well yeah. <laughs> oh sorry to catch you, Father. But um with me, I think it started all when I was eighteen. The first time it manifested was when I was eighteen on my eighteenth birthday. It manifested in the form of somebody strangling me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to mention that, you know, we had an, uh, a priest come through, thought I was having like an anxiety attack, went to the doctor, you know, did all the tests, got injected. A couple of months later, not months, three, two days later, couldn't walk, couldn't talk, went to neurologist. And it's important I add this. I went to neurologist. I went to um, psychologist. I did the medical tests. I did the full medical work done. Yeah. And just to make sure that it was not mean anything physical. Yeah. But because it was not succeeding, then my parents, and I don't put blame to them much, um, went, we ended up going the consulting route. A sangoma. Not just a sangoma, father. Uh-huh. Like, they went and got a man from Mozambique. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like, he's the best, he can... Throw spirits out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, I think, if I'm not lying, we consulted with over eight people, mm-hmm. eight different spheres. So it was Sangomas, Nyangas, whatever they are in. I guess he is also a Sangoma back in Mozambique. So you went all the way to Mozambique? I, he came to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he came all the way to South Africa to me because he knew something that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. That these spiritual husbands are actually very powerful beings, well, not beings, but very powerful spirits, and they take the, a form of power and they have a form of control over a person. Okay, now what is a spiritual husband, Father Joseph? Um, fundamentally, it's an impure spirit, and uh, if you look around Johannesburg, <laughs> uh, have you seen all of these notices on the wall? Uh, bring back your long lost lover. Yes, yes. Now, uh, we actually get those things at the traffic lights. By that's way. right. Now they're on every post, uh, and I'm not sure if you know how these things work. Um, basically, a man who desires a woman, let's say, desires Baja, 
She's not interested in him. He will go to a medium and um, he'll say, I'm very interested in this woman. And the medium will say to, to the young man, bring me something personal. The more personal, the better. Bring me an item of uh, intimate item of clothing. Bring something personal like um, hair. Or underwear. Uh, underwear, anything like that. Bring it back to me. Using that as a medium, he is connected immediately with the woman. <laughs> and um, the idea is that, I don't know if the medium is aware that he's using impure spirits, but they are sent to the woman, usually at night time, in dreams through um, a sexual dream. In other words, it will be a very, very vivid Many times a woman wakes up with um, with um, uh, her underclothing is wet mm. and uh, she can be very, very embarrassed by it. So it's basically an impure spirit. What does the spirit do? Because we're calling it a husband <coughs> here. Yeah. So, Bajia, what did it do to you? Tell us. With me, um, I'd wake up at night or in the morning and just like father explained you know you'd find yourself wet yeah people some people call it wet dreams yes but because i've been raped i know what a pen what penetration feels like so you with me it would penetrate and i would wake up wet i'd be bruised either on my thighs my arms so you it was more of a sexual encounter and it like was like spiritual rape yeah like not even it, it sounds like a spiritual rape, but it is an actual rape because you'd wake up, it would take the form of a person you know, like uh, an ex-boyfriend. Uh. So it disguises itself as a person who you know. It won't come in its ugly form. It will come in a yeah. beautiful form, in an enticing form, and it will have sex with you. So you feel like you're having sex, but you wake up and you're thinking, am, am I imagining this thing? But you actually have had sex with something. And the reason I also know it to be true is because, I mean, I've explained to father, like I've had many sexual partners, by choice or not, but um, I've never fallen pregnant. So one, it's made me partially impotent. However, gynecologically, I'm perfectly fine. And now no relationship works. I can get into a serious relationship and it falls apart. And I mean, I've been raped three times. So the spirit, like, it has a tendency of desiring. It's got a sexual desire to it. There has to always be a need to draw sex to the person. Wow. Father Joseph? Yeah. Just to finish and uh, carry on where Bajas uh, left off. The idea is that when the woman experiences this and it's a kind of a wow sex, mm -hmm. that... She, so it's like amazing, amazing great sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. She will wake up and say, uh, as she mentioned, there's a face there, mm -hmm. uh, placed there by the demon. Yeah. But it's basically a demon. She will then dial that guy. And that's how the long lost lover comes back in three hours. So in Bajal's case, was it somebody at some point, somebody that you had said, no, I'm not interested, or somebody that you had said, look, you're not my type, or you had dated, and you're like, get out of here. What, in your case, take us through you see, your father, journey. With me, Father, I'm one of those people, I'd rather not know. 
because knowledge sometimes is probably more destroying than lack of knowledge. I would rather remain it be somebody I have no idea who it is mm-hmm. and let God deal with that. Mm-hmm. But I know it was revealed to me by the Holy Spirit a while back that it all happened during the time that when I used to dispose of my sanitary towels, I'm really sorry, yeah. um, I would throw them outside in the rubbish bin. I wouldn't burn them. So that was where they got access mm-hmm. to me. The access wasn't the disposing of something that was extremely hmm. physically attached to me. And that's why oh I think no. it was so powerful. So, oh my God. So there's a lesson here, clearly. For, for our sisters and for our, our daughters and possibly even for our mothers on how we handle those things that are probably very sacred to, yeah. to, to, to your being. But anyhow, Father Joseph. You mentioned, uh, Father Brown, uh, was it somebody that she rejected? Yeah. And the idea is, um, this is my own theory, that if she rejected um, this guy, he was going to say to her, okay, She's not going to have anybody else if it cannot be me. So that's the other side of it. That's how evil it is. Yeah. In other words, it completely blocks the woman from, um, uh, you know, it takes her freedom away. When we come after, come back after the break, I would like us to focus because this is thing. This is like a failed love relationship. We've got somebody who's trying to force people. Uh, you should love me when I'm saying I can't love you. You know, and you're like saying. You have to love me, Beg, I mean, I'm get one, Jay, and you're going to love me whether you like it or not. Now, is that love? I don't know. But anyway, let's take the break. And I'm really having chills under my spine right now. <laughs> if you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas, 5, 7, 6 a.m. The time is exactly 4, 16.30. And we're changing gears with myself, Father Brian, and Father Joseph. Do not touch that down. <laughs> 